Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juzamma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and in Imitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. Now, the Quran is coming to tell us the law of the universe. Either Rububi, either Rab. You know, because the Quran is saying that these people, powerful people, Ad, Thamud, and Firaun, their problem has been that what Allah has given them as a test, they have taken them as a favor from their Lord. That's the problem. They think they deserve that. It's coming from the deserve. It was a test. Basically, the thing is that, you know, this, this word, you know, whatever you have seen really, that, you know, like a sun and a moon and how the universe is, you know, now people in the modern language, they say it is life support system. Life support system. Meaning it, the sun and the moon and the water and the earth, they support the life, you know, on the face of the rain comes. So this whole thing is what? Life support system. This is not right. This is the mistake of the people. They think really they deserve that because they have life. So there should be life support system to support their life. That's how people have been thinking. This is not true. Quran makes very clear that whatever we have given you, it is not life support system. It is what? It is test support system. It is what? Test support system. Every single thing is to support the test that Allah wants to make for the people. It is only for test. If Allah makes you rich, it is not that he wants to support your life. He makes you rich because he wants to test you in a certain way. If Allah brings poverty to you, it is not because he wants to you know, take away from you the life support system. No, he wants to test you in a certain way. Every single person, poor and rich, strong and the weak, weak, they are under the test support system of Allah. It is not a life support system. It is what? Test support system. And that actually is the mistake happened of the Firaun, of the Haman, Qarun, Thamud, Ad, and all the nations in our time, they exist on the face of the and also we people. Sometimes we take things as granted. You know, just, for granted, just they, they are we deserve them. We don't deserve anything. What Allah has given us, He is testing us. Once Umar was with the Prophet, وسلم, and they were very thirsty. And then they got a a cold water, nice water, and they, after such being thirst, 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 they got water and they drank it. And then the Prophet read the verse of the Quran, in the day of judgment, you will must be questioned about every ni'mah, favor of Allah that you, you get. Umar said, after all this thirst, we were thirsty and we got this, I was going to be questioned about this. He said, yeah, every single thing that is given to you, there is test from your Lord. If he gives you, he wants to see if you thank him or not. And if he takes away from you, 
he wants to test you are you patient or not every single moment you are in the test of shukr and sabr thinking and sabr every single moment he want to see really after all this fear of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do you obey him or not ibadah so now allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want to explain that law of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that things which come as a part of the rububiyah that does not please your lord what please your lord, lord is what you do as a part of uluhiyah it is not that what he does for you that is going to please him it is, it is not that what he does for you that is going to make you nearer to him it is what you do for him that makes you nearer to him if you obey him you become nearer to him if you become rich and rich it does not make you nearer if you have one house and then you buy another one it does not mean you become nearer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you have a small house and then you build a big palace building the big palace does not make you nearer to your lord if you have got one car and then you buy another one second one third one that does not make you nearer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala every single thing in this world that happening to you as a part of allah's rububiyah none of them make you nearer to your lord and none of them are those things by which allah can be pleased with you but when you do thing smaller thing because allah commanded you as a uluhiyah it makes you nearer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala example if you built build a big palace and you buy t- 20 cars you don't get any reward for that but if somebody just said one subhanallah that person has become nearer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if you eat very nice food you spend actually 1000 pounds on a dish on a dinner it does not make you nearer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if somebody eats you know some you know rough food but says bismillah and eat with the right hand that makes him nearer to his because this is action saying bismillah is part of uluhiyah ibadah and eating with the right hand that is part of ibadah but the food that you getting is that is part of rububiyah you know the type of the food that you get actually does not make near to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but when you eat the food the way you eat if you eat as allah commands you that make you near to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that what is going to explain this verse understands properly so when you for example when you get a nice food in your house biryani or something like that don't think that you deserve that if you think like that you become near to far away from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but when you get nice food just thank him that oh allah you have given me this food i did not deserve that eat with your right hand eat little say bismillah and also share the food with the people who don't have that food those hungry people then you become nearer to your lord then you are passing the test but if you take the food and you enjoy the food and you think you deserve and don't think about other people don't say bismillah nothing you have failed the test to whatever allah gives you that is not proof of your being near to your lord but what you do there can be proof of your being near to your lord now to allah quran is explain to you his laws properly and these laws they are the firm laws they never never can change it always like that famal insanu idha mabtalahu rabbuhu faakramahu wa na'amahu fayaqulu rabbi akraman as for the insan for the mankind whenever his lord tests him and then as a test he honors him he gives him one arm and he makes favor upon him so in whenever allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests him mankind and then to see rab rab has come to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing people as being a rab 
and he makes ikram. Ikram means he honors them. More food, plenty of you know, and peace and all the na'ama and all the favors. فَيَقُولُ رَبِّي أَكْرَمًا Then the man who says what? My Lord has respected me. He thinks my Lord has given me this as a respect and honor because I deserve that. I, Allah has de- given you that without any, you do not deserve that. It was just pure favor from him without deserving. And now you say this respect has come to you because your love, Lord loves you. This is the mistake of the people. So Allah says very clearly that you know, he, he wants to test you. As a test, he made certain favor upon you. And you think it is favor from him? It is just because you reserve that? So there are some people like that. وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقُهُ Aidafar, when he tests him, فَقَدَرَ عَلَيْهِ رِزْقَهُ And then he makes his provision. You know what he gives them? Narrow, little, limits, limits it. Then what he says? He says, my, my Lord has disgraced me, dishonored me. This is actually what happened. Most people are like that. They take the favor of Allah as respect for them or disrespect for them. So they think if they get plenty of the houses and the money, it makes Allah happy with them and they have got you know, respect by Him. And if they are deprived of the houses and the money, they think Allah is angry with them and they, you know, and, and they are suffering and they are humiliated. This is the mistake. Allah wants to say to you that your richness and your poverty, they are part of the test. Both are test. You see, the word ibtala has been used for both of them. When Allah makes you rich, He is testing you. When Allah makes you poor, He is testing you. Both are test. In this people should not forget. You don't get anything because you deserve. So when you see people are you know, poor, poorer than you, don't think they deserve that. Always think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing them, do they have patience or not? And Allah is testing you, do you have mercy upon those people or not? When you see rich people, then Allah is testing you, are you patient or not? Are you, are you going to you know, be greedy or jealous? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala testing you, them, by you. Every rich person is tested by the poor person, and every poor person is tested by the rich people. This is the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anybody who gets plenty of the things in this world, it is never a proof of their being near to their Lord. Never, never. If you have more clothes, that does not mean you are better than the other person. Nothing. You know, plentiness of this world never, never make you near to your Lord. That's why you see the Prophet ﷺ, when he was in Mi'raj, Allah ta'ala asked him, do you want to be a king prophet, Nabiyun Malik, or you want to be Nabiyun Abd, a prophet, slave? Which one do you want to be? So in both have prophet, in both choice has got prophet anyway. If he wants to be king, he will be prophet with being king. He can be prophet as slave. And he did not know what to choose and then he asked, you know, some hinted to him, the second thing, you know, make yourself lower. So the prophet chose himself that he wants to be a prophet as a slave. Why? Because, you know, when you are slave, you are better. Because when you are king, it could be that you are sharing some of the majesty. It can be make you arrogant and also it is going to waste so much of your time. So the Prophet you know, asked this thing. Hayat being king and resources in this world, being a proof of your nearness to Allah, then the Prophet would love that. The Prophet said to Aisha, oh, Aisha, if I wanted, Allah could have made the mountains of the gold walk with me. He could have made like that. So richness of the people, they are never proof of Allah's favor upon them. They are only proof 
that Allah wants to test them in a certain way. One thing also, you notice how the, you know, there are so many things already said, but you see how the Quranic way, Quran is saying, فَأَمَّا الْإِنسَانُ إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ فَأَكْرَمَهُ When it came to give the people and make them richer, then Quran has put إِبْتَلَاهُ رَبُّهُ Lord, test him. When the test of the poverty comes, when the Quran says what? وَأَمَّا إِذَا مَبْتَلَاهُ فَقَدْرَهُ Rabbi is not mentioned there. You can see, only pronoun has come. For the first time when the richness is mentioned, then Rabbi is mentioned. Because when the you know, poverty is mentioned, then Rabbi is not mentioned. Because the way in Islam is, is really, though poverty and richness both come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but the way is, when you get the poverty, you say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made, when you get richness, you say Allah has done this favor upon me, I should thank him. When you get poverty, then you, sh- you should think really that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, want to test me a certain way. So don't relate it directly direct to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's why you can see in this verse, Rabb is not mentioned. And same because when the Quran says that you know, whenever any good happens to you, from Allah. When any bad happens to you, from yourself. And you can see when all the messengers, when they have suffering, they relate to shaitan. And when they have good, they relate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because shaitan is immediate cause of all the suffering. The real cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So like Ayyub al-Islam, he was rich. But when he, all his wealth and property and the money and health was taken, then what he said? Rabbi masani shaitan bin usmin wa adab. Oh my Lord, shaitan had made all this entireness and problem for, for me. So this is actually what the people say. That when they are tested, tested in this way, they say, when they got a richness, they said, from, you know, Allah has favor upon me. And, uh, and when they get uh, poverty, they said they have lost all the grace and the favor. Quran wants to say, this is not the right measurement. This is not the right criteria. Your richness is not the measurement that Allah loves you. Allah likes you. Your poverty is not a measurement that Allah does not like you. Your poverty and richness both are just just for you. What you need to that actually is when you get the money, then your, your, your test is that you must spend money on the orphans and on the poor people. So now you can see that Allah is a command in the society, basically, when people live in the society, if people are rich, they are obliged, they are basically commanded by Allah ta'ala, they must do justice and also they must do favor to the people. If they don't do this, then they are humiliated. It is not that you get the favor from Allah, you are respected. No, you are only respected by Allah ta'ala if you get the favor and then after that you take care of the poor people and the orphans. If you don't take care of them, you are not respected. So Quran says, you no, no, don't say like that. It never. Don't think that Allah has given you money to He respects you. Don't think like that. This is not the way. Allah has given you money only to test you. You know, your, you, you can only can be favored by your Lord is when you spend the money for the orphans, for the poor people. So never, you know, you know this is not right. The Quran said, Kalla. You know, this matter, you know, like Imam Tabari Rahmullah said, Ankara and Yakuna, Sababu Karamati, Karamatihi, Man Akarama, Kathratu Malihi. You know, Allah SWT does not want to accept that, you know, people, when Allah gives people money, to, they, they get respect because of the money. No, you only can get respect when you learn how to spend the money. Similarly, when people get poverty, 
their humiliation not because they got the you know poverty humiliation only comes if they don't learn how to do sabr if you are poverty you are deprived you must learn how to do sabr if you are given something by your lord you must learn how to thank him and how to do favor upon the people meaning is people are trusted with two things marhama and sabr which is coming in the next surah watawasaw bis sabr watawasaw bil marhama people of the piety they always made they come advise everybody do sabr and do marhama meaning is when you are deprived then do sabr patient when you are you know getting favor from allah then be merciful to the people the quran is saying that no this is not the reason of the respect that you got more money the reason of the respect what will happen kalla bal la tukrimu al yatim no you the reason you are humiliated is because you don't respect the orphans you know what the quran is saying quran does not say you don't give the orphans quran say what don't respect the orphans you know in our time what are happening is you know when there i can see in, in like in this country many many countries they have got the benefit system they have got the charity you know many of these things really are because the people if you see poor people those who don't have clothes don't have you know uh, you know food you feel hurt you are giving the people why because you basically selfish you don't want to be hurt that deep reason actually is and after giving it not that you are going to respect them or you got to honor them you still humiliate them you only giving because you can't see people so much suffering and you think really you want to enjoy the life the suffering of the people can take away enjoyment from you you can say many many people who help the other people is not because you know because they command of allah subhanahu wa taala because they're sincere they're only helping the people because they want to help their own hurting they are feeling hurt when people they can cannot see people being people being you know suffering so they just want to take away quran was does not the thing really it's not uh, that you give some charity to the orphan people you know and you, you are being hurt so you want to remove that this not quran wants more than that quran wants quran not that you give charity to the orphans quran wants you to respect the orphans kalla bal la tukrimu al yatim no rather you don't respect the orphans you should learn how to respect them sit with them be with them and i think really that you know that you know when we sit with them allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you you know f- f- enjoy their company the time that you spend them with them you should be you know sh- you should be more you know uh, uh, more valuable in your mind uh, your heart than the time that you spend with your family think properly the orphan people who have lost their parent you know their father or their mother nobody looks after them like now happening in syria and many par- parts of uh, of the world you know the people now there are so many orphans it is not that you know you just people just give charity and send the money that's one step then more than that actually is look after them properly respect them think really that your children could have been like them respect them learn how to you know it is not that you throw some money upon them with humiliation with respect that not the command of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala believers are not allowed to dis- dis- humiliate anybody and uh, the command of allah is not to only give charity command of allah is not to help the poor people and orphans command of allah is what to respect them to give them honor to give them dignity to believe in the dignity of human dignity think really that you know just believers they are muslim they are equal to you you know you you should bring them equal to them respect them teach them educate them help them to become good believers you know and make them to become leaders of the community you have to do ikram either allah did with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was an orphan but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala respected him and he became leader of the community 
Allah wants the people to, you know, to look at this. So anyway, command of Allah is not just to throw some charity to, to the poor people. No, Allah's command is to respect the poor people. Ikram. So I stop it here, inshallah, for the break. But if you have any questions, please ask. Inshallah, we'll take some questions now. People who are online, you know, to ask questions, we'll take questions for five, five, ten minutes. I know we are just over time. We'll take one or two questions before we take inshallah. <coughs> Do you have any questions? Do you have any questions? I'll see you online if there are any questions. People online, any questions? No questions? No, as I mentioned, Ahad and Thamud, they are very much mentioned in Arabic poetry of Jahiliyyah. Arabs knew Ahad and Thamud very clearly. They, know, you know, they don't know the history of the, those people, maybe in that detail, but they knew that Ahad you know, used to be you know, rulers and they were destroyed, and, and then Thamud came after that. And that actually was the say, Al-Arab al-Ba'idah, those Arabs who have been destroyed. So they basically part of their history. Basically, the thing really is, after Nu al Islam, you know, there used to be, you know, uh, earlier Arabs, and then after that, uh, many of those Arabs have been destroyed. Now, what is a, it? Is modern Arabs. So we say there are Al Arab Al Baida, and then you know there have been Al Arab Al Musta'araba. Those Arabs who become Arabized later on, basically later Arab, they are not so pure as they used to be the earlier Arabs. So Al Arab Al Baida. So they, they are part of Arab history, Ad and Samud and all those things, big empires, and they know their pillars, and, they, and still there are some, some remaining of their, you know, their glory in Yemen and everywhere they could see. And now, you know, there are, you know, archaeological surveys, you know, in this country, and so much amazing things coming, more and more, establishing the fact that how mighty and Aad and Thamud has been, and more, 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 more research. Somebody actually has done research on Iram and Aad and their empire, uh, you know, one of the Orientalists, you know, you know, even Western people now, these things have become more and more facts known. Uh, but that time, no doubt, it, maybe some of those details are not known. But Quranic actually, with always, the Quran does not mention the history, as the, you know, the archaeologist will mention the history. Quranic way of the history is that people are familiar something, but Quran wants to bring the moral lesson from that. So those people can be any people. It still can be fine. That's why, that why the duty of the teachers all the time is to show the examples of those nations in their own time. So we can see who are like Ad in our time, who are like Thamud in our time, who are like Firaun in our time. To bring because you know these figures, these these things, examples, they are not specific with that time. They keep coming all the time, and whatever I mentioned about them actually, is, you know, it is not specific with them. They keep coming all the time. Those glory, that power, and gratefulness, they keep coming. So the lessons of the Quran, they always are new for the people. 
you know, it, is, it is not basically that it belongs to that time. No, it is still the same thing. So by anyway, summary of the whole thing is that, that these people, they were known properly to Arab people, maybe not in many, many, many details, but they knew that Arabs, you know, you know Ayad were the ruling people and Samud, you have big civilization and then they have been destroyed. The Quran wants to make a Quran is saying either that when people get the favor, it becomes obligatory upon them to have mercy upon other people. The favor itself is not a respect of Lord for yourself. When you spend your money, share with other people, and be merciful upon the people, then you get respect from Allah. To address it to those people, it can be general because whenever Quran mentions any stories, anything like that, it is to understand the condition, but it is always general. It is always general. For any rich person, if they are rich but they don't take care of the orphans and the poor people, then that is not proof that they are respected by Allah. But when they take care of the poor people and deprived people, then that is proof that they have respect from Allah. For everybody, but you know, it has come in a historical context. Basically, the address is to Quraysh. So they, how mean they are, uh, but at the same time, actually in our time as well, you know, if we don't, you know, don't behave properly, and you know, the, our richness is not a sign that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala respects us or honors us. Is it clear? Or oh, the question is something different. Simple also could be different people. It could be that the same people they got all the you know privilege, then after that they did not share with other people, uh, and Allah has taken away from them. So Allah wants to say that because you know you did not respect the, the orphan people. But actually, the context here in the Quran is the Quran wants to say because the first group of the people they also use the word ikram that Allah has respected me by giving money. Quran wants to say this is not the proof of the respect from Allah. Allah's respect only can come what you do. Because what you have got is Allah's favor upon you. But what you do, then you get respect. So similarly, for example, you know, people who have been deprived actually, for them, Allah is also expecting that they must be patient. And that will be coming to mind in, in the next surah. So you know, Allah wants to say that whatever people receive from Allah, either Allah being a Lord, that is not something by which you get the respect. Respect comes from their own actions. 
So it could be that you know refer to that, but also it could be that each one is separate, independent. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv that's d e e p d e e n.tv don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support please click on the donate button and give whatever you can our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves